Hey, 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 hello my little beauties, welcome. What do you do when you launch a website? You get the design right, you do some really intelligent advertising, you get some, you know, fantastic products and services and all of that stuff, everything, you know, super cool logos and nobody buys. What on earth do you do when they don't buy? <laughs> You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to the David Connolly Show. And here's your host, David Connolly. Hey, 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 welcome, folks. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. It's a pleasure. <laughs> I'm so excited I can hardly even speak. It's uh, been a while. I'm sorry I've been away. I've uh, been incredibly busy recently. Uh, really and truly often working 15. Even yesterday I worked for 20 hours. It's, it's unbelievable the amount of hours I'm doing. Uh, but hopefully things will calm down soon and hopefully we can all switch to cruise control and enjoy the fruits of our labour. You know, um, this has been a funny year for me in some respects because I, I am a, a professional website builder. I, I make a living not from seminars or webinars or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's funny, I actually got some an email recently and it was saying, hey, if you're so good, why don't you do any webinars? Why don't you do any product launches? Hey, hey, Frank Kern, hey, Jeff Walker, hey, John, Eben Pagan. What about Eben Pagan? <laughs> Listen, folks, I don't need to do a seminar. I don't need to do a product launch. I don't need to do anything. You look on the site right now, check it out at dcradionetwork.com. I am selling nothing. And the reason why I'm selling nothing is because I am making tons of money. Okay? I'm making tons of money. And I really and truly don't have a need to sell anything. So, you know, there's, there's various people... Uh, you know, swanning around the web, calling themselves gurus and all of that stuff. You decide who you want to listen to, but I am the guy who doesn't make a living uh, teaching people how to market, you know, and things like that. I'm actually doing this. I'm doing it for myself and for my clients. So, you know, that's the vibe. And why do I do this show? Why do I do this for free? Well, I do it because... Um, I suppose I'm a bit of a hippie. I mean, I have this strange thing that if I put good stuff out, good stuff comes back. It's really as simple as that. I like to help people. I know that sounds ridiculous. Just let it sink in. Just relax. I know. But I do like to help people. Anyway, this is the show where I'm going to be talking about what to do when they don't buy now, within the past uh, two, three months, I've launched a couple of really cool sites for some clients of mine. And one of them uh, was an outstanding design. I mean, I never designed it. I have a designer who works for me. I actually have two designers who work for me. 
And he, one of you know, the, the designer who built this particular website, he nailed it, and the client knew he nailed it. I mean, it was just this awesome, awesome design, you know. And we launched the site. We had a pretty much an unlimited budget with AdWords, and unfortunately, we weren't getting any sales. You know, it was kind of a heavy experience. And more recently, it happened again. This time, it was with an online shop. Now, I've got to explain, most of my income is from clients who pay me money to help them look after their websites, you know. I am basically a web developer. Um, and I build sites, and for a kind of nominal fee, I help people to make those sites successful. Now, check this out. I built and launched this website, an online shop. Once again, killer design. I mean, it was the you know one of the best looking online shops I have ever seen. Certainly one of the best looking online shops that I've I've been involved in. And uh, they had a fantastic product. I can't give any names, folks. I'm really sorry. You know, I just can't do that. But trust me on this, okay? It's kind of uh, electrical goods they were selling, I'll say that much. So they had a great looking site, super cool logo. They had uh, a really cool range of products, although not that many to be honest, but they had, you know, the stuff they had was good. It uh, had better guarantees than the competition and they were also under uh, pricing everyone by quite a large percentage. So they were cheaper than the competition. They were, uh, you know, they had a kind of unique range. They had better guarantees. They had a better website. And they had me working for them. You'd think that this would be a recipe for a glorious, glorious success story, right? But actually, it wasn't. You know, I'm quite happy. <laughs> okay, I mean, one minute I'll brag about how much I'm making, but make no mistake, I have made, you know, I've been involved in lots of things that haven't gone so well, and I'm happy to talk about those today. So anyway, um, this site, you know, this really cool online shop, again, same story, launched AdWords, there was video marketing, all sorts of things thrown at it and nobody would buy. Well, actually, they did get a couple of sales, but, you know, the actual sales they would get were insignificant uh, in comparison to how much they are spending. Um, I, again, I don't want to be cocky, but the people I'm dealing with are not messing around. This particular place, they've literally just moved into a brand new warehouse. Uh, quite literally, they've paid many tens of thousands. They have a new office, you know. Uh, one of the guys is just back from China uh, where he was getting products and so on. Now, I can't say any names, obviously, but I'm just letting you know what's been happening. So anyway, check it out, folks, right? They got no sales, or at least not many sales. And that seems to be a theme within the last three months. It's something that I've noticed. I'm seeing people with really cool sites and it's not just happening with me, uh, it's happening with other people as well and they launch them and nothing's happening and 
you know, I've had a couple of meetings with clients and the format of the meeting is basically, okay, what's going on here? You know, nothing's happening. Now, if you are in the business of being in business on the web, there's a pretty good chance that this kind of thing could happen to you. Maybe it's already happened. Maybe you're going through that right now. Maybe you have the ultimate business plan, a super logo and all of that stuff, everything set up, but nobody's buying, you know. Maybe you're even at the top of Google and nobody's buying. So what do you do? Well, let me tell you, don't be a plonker, <laughs> okay? This is the golden rule here because the first thing I would say to you and the first thing that I would say to, you know, my clients if I had any sense is do not be a plonker. This is the time for being humble and for actually just admitting that, you know, maybe somebody got it wrong. Clearly, there is something not right. Now, if you've launched a site and it's got, you know, cracking products, guarantees, cool design, top of Google and all that stuff, and nobody is converting, clearly there's something wrong, okay? So, the, I guess the first thing I'm trying to say is, it's time to be humble. Time to admit someone screwed up. Now, the conversations that, that I've been happen having, in fact, let me tell you what happened um, just the day before yesterday. Uh, actually, it kind of went on a few days. This particular online shop that I'm talking about, the, the clients got in touch and they, they, they basically freaked out, you know, and ended up, I met the guy. And he was saying, look, we're doing AdWords and we're not getting that many sales. In fact, we only had one sale. Uh, what on earth's going on? And we had this meeting. And to be honest, it wasn't even what on earth going on. The conversation was, uh, the reason why it's not working, Dave, they said to me, is because the online shop isn't Chinese enough, okay? I know this sounds ridiculous, folks, but this is the kind of crap I've got to put up with here, okay? The client said to me, and we met, you know, we had a coffee. He said to me, it's not Chinese enough. He said, there's a website. And the client said to me, I know that you like Amazon. You see, I build online shops and I, I like the way Amazon looks. So a lot of the online shops that I build they're kind of similar to Amazon, you know, in terms of layout and the way the buttons look, the way the checkouts work. I just like Amazon, you know. I think it's the the most successful online shop on the web. So why not role model Amazon, you know? So in any event, the clients were like, okay, we know that you like Amazon. And the guy says, but I'm telling you right now, uh, DC, there is a website in China called blah blah blah. I can't even remember the name of it, Tmos or something like that. I, I truly cannot remember. He said, and if you look at the way they've laid out that website, they have real long product descriptions and pictures and they have a section that's like this and blah 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 and you don't. 
you have made the site too much like Amazon uh, and what you're going to do about it. That's why we're not getting sales. Okay. Now that was the director talking to me. The other guy who is kind of a, I don't know what position you could say he has, maybe manager or something. He was even worse. His whole vibe was, uh, he's been phoning me for about the past two weeks, every day, saying, can you change the font? Can you change the page width? Can you change, you know, the da-da-da? All of these stupid little tweaks, in fairness, some of them perfectly valid, but all of them a complete diversion from what really needs to be done. Do you see what I'm saying, folks? You see, as I tried to explain to the client yesterday, to the, the day before yesterday, here I am telling you my problems. Can you handle it? I said, look, all of these little things changing the fonts and it doesn't look good on that browser and it, you know, and can you change the width and can you change the, you know, can you move that picture a few pixels to the left or to the right? All of that stuff is very, very good and well, right? But it all comes under the category of bullshit. Do you hear me? It's all under that category. Now, I, I, I know that you're thinking, you know, why are you, you know, geez, uh, I thought you were going to make a clean radio show here. Folks, I don't need to make a clean radio show, okay? I'm, I'm, I really don't need to make a clean radio show. I don't need to worry about uh, offending anyone. And I'm doing very well. In fact, this has been my best month ever. And I've been doing this for just about 17 years. Okay? So anyway, what I'm saying is, is that there's a certain hierarchy of things which matter. Do you want to know what matters? Bringing in visitors and converting visitors. This is the priority. And it really goes above all of that other stuff. Can you handle what I'm saying, people? Can you, can you, can you? Good. So, what do you do then when you get everything right or you think you've got everything right and nobody buys? Well, as I've suggested, the first thing we need to do is maybe be just a wee bit humble. And I know I've not been very humble so far in this show, but that's okay, you know. I can forgive myself and hopefully I'll, I'm sure I'll wake up tomorrow morning feeling very humble. But you see, this is the key. Sometimes people say to me, well, why are we not converting? I thought we had a really cool design. I thought we had, you know, and we have the guy like I mentioned, oh, the site's not Chinese enough, you know. I mean, folks, I love the Chinese. Bruce Lee is one of my favourite people of all time, and he was Chinese, he was a cool guy. They won lots of medals at the Olympic Games. You know, Chinese people are cool. I have lots of Chinese friends. I love the Chinese. But let's not kid ourselves. They do not have a reputation for being the best marketers in the world, right? Can I get away with saying that? Okay, so anyway, the point I'm making is, when you look at your site, and when they don't buy, I don't want you to be saying, uh, you know, 
change the font, change the logo, change the price, change the description, change the design. You know, and it's really just ridiculous because it's all speculation. And if anyone comes to me and says, well, why is the site not working? I'm pretty sure that I can give a reasonably educated guess. I've been doing this for enough years, you know. So in the case of the electrical shop that I've mentioned, for example, that particular website does not have a phone number. It doesn't have a phone number because they've just purchased a brand new warehouse and they are literally waiting on the telephones to be installed. So they don't have a phone number on the website. They also only have one item in each of the categories. Not all of the categories, but most of the categories. If you can imagine down the left-hand side, when you choose a category, well, when you click on it with these people, there's only one item, right? Now, let me ask you a question, folks. If you headed to an online shop, let's say it was an online shop that sold electrical goods. Again, I'm not going into any details. But if you saw the left navigation with all those different departments, all those different categories, and if you clicked on one of those categories and you just saw like one item on its own, and then if you looked on the contact us page and you saw that they didn't even have a phone number, would you buy from that website? Well, the answer is you probably wouldn't, okay? So my speculation is that in the case of the client that, that you know I'm mentioning, it really was nothing to do with not being Chinese enough. I mean, you know, whatever that means, what a ridiculous statement. It was nothing to do with the logo or the AdWords campaign or the headlines or any of that stuff. I think that it may have been these other factors that I've mentioned. But here is the punchline, folks. Here is the punchline. And I tried to say this to the, the client. Everything that I'm saying here is just speculation. At the end of the day, even I don't know. Yes, I know it's hard to believe, but even I don't know. If you have an awesome website, or a site that you think is awesome at least, um, if you have a cool design, and a re you know a really good product or service if you're doing everything right and nobody's buying I really don't know why they're not buying nobody does the truth of the matter is it could be just about anything it could be content usability browser compatibility some sort of PHP malfunction a database malfunction maybe you know, the, uh, there's a question mark in the URL and if the site's been built on a framework, when they click on it in AdWords, they get a white page. I mean, I could give a list of 300 potential things. Maybe the headline's wrong. Maybe, you know, the, the picture's not very good. Who knows, okay? Who knows? But here's the thing. You don't have to know. This is the beauty of the whole th thing, the beauty of the whole system. You see, we don't need to speculate when they don't buy. We don't need 
to meet up and say, well, it didn't work because you done this and you done that and you didn't, you know, back and forward. Just these pointless conversations. Everybody pretending to be an expert. We don't need to do that. You see, folks, we can be scientific about this kind of stuff. We can be much more intelligent than all of that because the only people who can really tell us why they never bought is the people who visited the website and never bought. Sounds kind of logical, right? Now, you can probably guess that I'm about to start talking about uh, analytics and tracking people and things like that. Okay, you know, here we go. Maybe that was an inappropriate tune, but you get the idea. Yes, I'm going to start talking a wee bit about analytics, but don't worry because I'm going to make this easy, right? You know, most people, when they hear about things like Google Analytics or tracking visitors or tracking conversion rates and all of that stuff, their eyeballs generally roll over and they say, whoa, I'll just leave that for someone else, you know? I mean, hey, geez, I'm happy to talk about the logo and the colors, but don't talk to me about statistics. Gee, come on. I'm an entrepreneur, you know? Well, actually, folks, we do need to talk about statistics, but don't worry about a thing because DC is going to make it very easy for you. Pay close attention, folks. What I'm about to say could change your life. Now, when you run analytics software through a website, there are hundreds of different things that you can track. Obviously, you can track the amount of visitors you are getting, but you can also track things like the bounce rate, the conversion rate, the time on site, the impressions, the IP addresses, the locations, the type of browsers, and on and on and on and on, okay? Now, this is, in one hand, kind of good. It's nice to have all that information, but it's also, in my opinion, a bit of a distraction because where on earth do you start when you've got all this information? Well, let me tell you, folks, there is only three variables that you need to look at. Now, if you're really serious about this stuff, if you value what the crazy guy is saying, you should take a note of this, okay? You should take a note of this. There's only three things that you need to look at with Google Analytics, and let me tell you what they are. The first thing is the amount of visitors. So if anyone says to me, Man, you know, I built this website, but they won't buy. Nobody's buying what's going on. The first thing I will say to these people is, how many visitors, unique visitors, are you getting? How many unique visitors are you getting every day? Now, you'll be surprised to hear that probably about 95% of people, even uh, some of the people who hire me, they don't even know how many visitors they're getting. You know, like, eh, I don't know. 
Um, you know, so if, if you don't have that information, to be honest, you're just kidding yourself on, okay? So, you know, let's start treating this like a business. Step one, find out how many unique visitors you are getting. And you can easily find that information out. I recommend Google Analytics. The chances are your web host will have some sort of uh, software package like Ostats or something, which will tell you that anyway. But Google Analytics is cool and it's my favorite and it's free, right? So that's the first thing that you need to know. The second thing, uh, and I hope this microphone's working okay. I'm getting some strange graph shapes as I talk here. Um, the second thing that we need to know is what is the conversion rate? In other words, what percentage of those visitors are going on and actually buying? or at least submitting a quote request or something like that, okay? Again, this can easily be recorded by taking the amount of conversions you get and dividing it by the amount of visitors. So I would encourage you to start recording this and start recording it every single day. When I worked for First Vehicle Leasing, and let me tell you folks, they went from nothing to one of the largest car leasing companies in the, in the UK, selling many millions of pounds worth of cars on the web. They had a big plasma screen on the wall with live readouts telling everyone, this is the amount of leads, this is the amount of conversions, here's the average conversion rate. They even took it further and had a breakdown of all the sales staff so you could see what everyone's conversion rates were. So this is serious stuff. This is what the big boys do, okay? This, the, the final variable that we need. Now this is the magical one, folks, okay? Everything that I've been speaking about so far is kind of 1995 internet marketing. There's nothing new here, there's nothing revolutionary. Anyone who knows about internet marketing is yawning just now, okay? But now I'm going to give you some good stuff. This is the 2012 stuff, okay? Folks, when they go on the website and they don't buy, we don't know if it was because the product page wasn't good enough or the category page wasn't good enough, what I call the show items page for some reason. We don't know if it's because the contact form didn't give a good impression of the company. We don't know if it was because the shopping cart maybe for some reason wasn't easy to use or maybe it didn't make them feel comfortable. We have no idea. But check it out, folks. If we use a package like Google Analytics, we can easily find out what the exit pages are. Aha! Aha! Check it out. Now, what's an exit page? An exit page is a page where they leave the website. So let's imagine you head on to an online shop, you're shopping around, you have a wee look around and then you get on a certain page and you say, ah, you know what, 
I'm going to just go back to Google and uh, try somewhere else. And you leave the website. Well, if you leave, let's say, on the About Us page, that means that the About Us page is the exit page. Okay? If you leave on a particular product page, that's the exit page. So, what I'm saying is, Google Analytics tells you what the exit pages are. I mean, it's really not complicated. You just click and it'll show you the exit pages, okay? And you can actually get readouts or, you know, it'll show you statistically what pages are losing the most visitors. Do you see, folks? Do you see the genius? Are you feeling my intellect beaming down the web? from my glorious brain into yours. Isn't this fantastic? Because those exit pages tell us exactly what we need to fix. It's that easy. So, if my theory's right, in the case of the electrical shop, let's say, for example, uh, I think that one of the reasons why they're not selling is because they don't have a phone number on the Contact Us page. It's making people nervous, they don't trust the company, and it's a new company anyway, so they're not on Google or anything, and people are generally nervous, and they really should get a phone number on that page. Well, if you look at analytics and you discover that the Contact Us page is a high uh, ranking exit page. In other words, tons of people are leaving the site when they go to the contact us. Well, guess what, folks? I was right. Now, if it's the case that people are going to the category pages and they're just seeing one item and saying, man, they've only got one item, item in the category. This is rubbish. And they leave. Well, you can go and check that on Google Analytics. And if that page is where they're exiting, guess what? That's the problem. So the idea is very, very simple. Now, listen, folks, I know that there's a chance that somebody could, you know, look at contact us, be unhappy, and then go to about us or something like that. But for the most part, I, I don't think that's how the web works. I think when people surf the web and look at websites, they're generally kind of in a hurry, especially if they're thinking about buying, you know. So those exit pages are the key, you see? So the process when they don't buy is really, really simple. Don't bother listening to some guru. Don't even listen to me. I don't know why they're leaving. How on earth should I know? I mean, you know, I've only been doing this for about 17 years, right? The thing to do, folks, is look at the statistics. The statistics are your friend. And today, I'm telling you that there's only three statistics that you need to look at. The amount of visitors, the amount of conversions, and the exit pages. And when you look at those exit pages and you see that there's a page where they're leaving, you've got you've got to kind of think of those exit pages as being like we think of it being like a watering can and it's got holes in the bottom of it, and you're just plugging the gaps. Can you handle it? You're plugging the gaps. Or maybe 
I don't know, maybe the analogy of a bolted sea is a wee bit better, you know, and it's leaking and you're finding it and you're plugging the gap, okay? So you find that people are all leaving on the About Us page. Well, guess what, Pablo? You need to fix the About Us page. Easy, right? Easy. Okay. So that's pretty much us and we are uh, rocking in the free world. If you take on board everything I've said on this show, you'll be fine. You'll be fine because you'll be using intelligence instead of arrogance. And by the way, just just so you know, um, the, the client who was giving me the spiel about the site not being <laughs> whatever, okay, with his grandiose theories about what was going wrong, he is no longer a client, okay? Because I'm in a luxurious position where I can quite literally pick and choose who I work for. I'm very fortunate, I'm very lucky, and I know that it could all end tomorrow. But the thing is, I don't work for idiots. I'm only interested in intelligent uh, decisions and intelligent marketing. And that's what this show is all about. And that's why I'm not doing seminars and webinars. And you won't see any product launches from me. At least I don't have any planned. I really, you know, thanks. Thanks for the offer, guys. But I'm just not into it. I actually tried seminars in 2008 and it just drained me, you know. It was just... Um, I used to do two-day seminars telling people about website usability and search engine optimization. And to be honest, it was just exhausting, you know, having to watch every word you say and all of that. So I'm happy just doing this wee show and doing it for free, okay? Now, there are other things we can do as well over and above that. For example, it may be the case, it's possible that you've just got a kind of rubbish website. Maybe your site is so bad that, to be honest, plugging the gaps isn't going to be much use, you know? I mean, maybe your site is like trying to go across the Atlantic Ocean in a Mini Cooper, you know? It's not going to happen. Well, um, sometimes I think our ego... Eagles, yeah, our eagles. <laughs> uh, eagles? <coughs> eagles is the posh way of saying egos, in case you're wondering. Anyway, sometimes our egos will say, you know, my site's brilliant. Of course, it's not a rubbish website. This is fantastic. I made the logo. Um, you know, I came up with the text. Look at it. Why would anyone not like this website? Well, listen. There is a chance, I hate to break it on you, but there is a chance, I'll break it to you, there is a chance that your website is actually a pile of crap. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, There's a very easy way of finding out if your website is a pile of crap. Now, this is a a thing that I've done many times, and it's kind of a party piece, and I've done it with clients, and they are shocked when I do this, okay? Okay. I used to have a shop. I moved out a few months ago. It was literally a shop. uh, And I guess it must have been the only kind of website building shop in the whole country. But, you know, it was a shop and I had a desk and a computer and I sat there and people would come in and they'd ask for help. 
with their websites. And sometimes you'd get people coming in with completely rubbish websites, okay? I mean, I remember a guy who was like an estate agent, okay? And he showed me his website. He wanted me to work on it. I, I don't know what he wanted me to do. I can't remember, but he said he needed me to do something. And I said to him, look, I can't work on this website because with all due respect, it is rubbish. And he said to me, well, what do you mean it's rubbish? It's cool. It's rubbish. I said, it's rubbish. On the picture, on the homepage, you've got a picture of like a big giant picture, a photograph of an owl's eyes. You know, the bird, an owl. He had a picture of an owl's eyes with a stupid cliche that said something like, we are looking out for you. You know, it was just this terrible, terrible website. And the guy was like, man, but I like this site. I could see that he was emotionally attached. So do you know what I done, folks? Do you know what I done? I kid you not. And I've done this lots of times. I just say, okay, don't take my word for it. Just wait here and watch. I would go out to the street. I would pick the first random person who walked past, right? The first random person walking past the street. I'd say, hey, come here a minute, Charlie. I'm really sorry to bother you. Could you please come in here for half a minute? I need your opinion on something. And I'd drag, <laughs> I'd drag these complete strangers into the shop, you know, and I had a big giant screen there. And I'd say to the guy, the random stranger, I'd say, I'm gonna show you a website here and I just want you to look at it. And I'd load the site and I wouldn't say a word, right? And I'd leave the thing on the screen. I'd leave it in front there for about 10 seconds. And then I would minimize the screen and I would say, okay, random stranger, thank you for looking at the website. I'd say to him, um, I have three questions for you. And the stranger's looking really puzzled, you know, thinking what's going on here. And I'd say, the first question I have is, what did that, oh, gee, I'm all mixed up. I'd say, what did they do? The company behind that website, what product or service were they offering? You tell me. And the random stranger would say, well, I don't know. And then I would say, cool. I'd say, next question. Why should you go to that company? Uh, you know, and, and he would look at me and say, well, I don't know, what do you mean? And I'd, I'd clarify, I'd say, why should you go to that company? Are they cheap? Are they luxurious? Do they have good guarantees? Why on earth should you go to that company based on what you've observed? And the guy would say, I don't know. I'd say, okay, third question. When you were on that website, what were you expected? Now, I didn't want to say what was the call to action because that's kind of like web talk, you know, slightly geeky. So I would say in as plain English as possible, I'd say third question, what were you expected to do next? And of course, the stranger would be like, well, what are you talking about? It was a screen with like two owl's eyes and a slogan. And I'd say, okay, so what were you meant to do next? Were you meant to request a quote, click on a page to learn more, maybe uh, phone someone or watch a video, download something? What were you meant to do next? 
And every time a random person would say, I haven't got a clue. And then I would say to to the stranger, I'd say, thank you so much for the help. I really appreciate it. Here's a couple of quid, you know, have a McDonald's on me. Bless you. See you later. Thanks a lot. Stranger had hit the road. And as soon as the guy left the shop, I'd turn around to the client and I'd say, I'd say, mister, your website is crap. <laughs> you know. And by that point, the guy would say, yeah, okay, you got me. You got me, you know. And... This is a a thing that I used to do. I mean, people thought I was a bit crazy doing this, but this actually works. And it's a wee system I have. I call it the three sacred questions, okay? What do you do? Why should uh, they come to you? What should they do next? Uh, Anyone who has worked for me in the past is sick to death of hearing me talking about the three sacred questions, you know? If your website doesn't answer those questions within three seconds, it's a duff website. Did he just say three seconds? No, I thought he said 10 seconds. No, folks, I said three seconds. You see, people who use the web are in a hurry. That's why the best-selling book on website usability is called Don't Make Me Think by Steve Krug. It's not called How to Build a Nice, Pretty-Looking Website. It's called Don't Make Me Think because people who visit your website haven't got time to think. They're in a hurry and they want results and they just want it in front of them and don't mess them about, you know? So, that's pretty much it. If you take this advice, okay, remember folks, if you're you're unsure about your site, that maybe you have got a duff website, try the three second rule, okay? Don't take my word for it, Try, try that test Bring a random person in, try that, see how you get on. I've done that dozens of times, okay? And I know it makes me look a bit crazy, but that's okay, right? Try that. If you're in the Insider Club, which you can join free of charge at dcradionetwork.com, it's completely free. For any of you Insider Club people, if you have a website or you're getting a site built and you want me to check it out and give you my own opinion, I'll be glad to do that for you free of charge. Just send me an email and you guys know how to get in touch with me, okay? I'll be delighted to check out your site and just give you some feedback based on what I can see. But remember folks, it's not really about what I think. I mean, my opinion doesn't matter that much. Here I am bragging about making tons of money, but you know, to be honest, I've lost a lot of money as well. 2008 was a bad year for me and I ended up owing the tax man a lot of money. So I'm not Mr. Perfect here, okay? I'm not pretending to be. And that's why when they don't buy, I'm telling you that your best friend is the statistics. Forget about being an entrepreneur or a guru. Look at the statistics. How many visitors? What's the conversion rate? What are the exit pages? And that last one is the most important of them all. Because if you can fix those exit pages, if you can see where they're leaving, that's going to tell you exactly what the problem is with your site. And if you fix that, you're going to be just fine. Thank you very much indeed for your time, folks. This has been a pleasure.
and a privilege. Um, within the next week or two, I'm going to be bringing the guests back because I think we're all a wee bit sick of hearing from me now. And I have some really cool stuff lined up. I've been hooking up with David Hatter and, of course, the professor, uh, Mike Zellers. He's going to be on soon talking about mobile uh, web development. I've got some really cool stuff. I'm, I'm also planning on doing a show. Let me tell you a funny thing, folks. I, I sent an email to the Insider Club recently, and I says, guys, basically, have you got any ideas about things you'd like me to talk about? And I, I, put, I put about five suggestions out there, and the, the thing that came back that people seemed you know, most interested in, and this is you know, as much a surprise to me as anyone, is everyone who got back said that they would be interested in doing some kind of over-the-shoulder stuff. So seeing what I'm working on today, you know, what I'm doing right now, uh, I'm not incredibly rich or anything like that. I mean, you can check out my life, but I do have clients who owe me money and I cannot be bothered writing the invoice. So when you're at a stage when, you know, you've got people who owe you money, you just can't be bothered write, writing the invoice. It's, it's kind of quite good, you know. I, I like that. So uh, if you want to see what's going over the shoulder, me, stay tuned. I'm going to be doing some cool over the shoulder stuff in the near future. And surprisingly, you may be surprised to learn, some of the things that I'm focusing on these days have nothing to do with the web at all. What? Yes, folks, I just said it. Some of the things I'm doing just now have nothing to do with the web. I actually am not sure if the web is the great and outstanding gig that it once was. Times are changing, you know. And if you want to hear more about that, then I hope you'll join me for another fun-packed edition of The David Connolly Show. Thank you very much. Have a fun-packed week. And I'll see you soon. Bye.